The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. Sorry, what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this flight with a semi-trailer-sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday show. We are releasing this on a Wednesday, so it's a good start. You know, I'm fucking on fire this week. Hello. Uh, welcome back to all the tens out there. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting some DMs from people. You're all tens. You know, people were loving hearing their own name being called out in the last episode. And why wouldn't you? This is a brilliant community of fucking great people. Um, shout out to the mums who are letting the kids listen to it in the car. Um, we'll try and you know, bring down the swearing where possible. That's a fucking lie. Okay, welcome to it. Today, what we're talking about, I put it on the gram. Um, I put on the gram that we are doing uh, two options. To be fair, I don't think I gave the other one much of a choice because there wasn't a lot of room to really talk about it. But if you're not in the private group, fuck off. But uh, if you're not in there, you don't know because you're an idiot. But Uh, In the private group, we had a discussion about questions that people would like me to answer. Some of them were like life or death, gun to your head, Celine, or some other stuff. Like there was some good shit in there. Um, It was those types of questions. I don't know. Again, I wasn't able to elaborate because in a lot of room um, and not a lot of time in my life, really. So anyway, uh, everyone chose business because I think it was clearer, maybe. (laughs) Um, So that's where we're at. Maybe they thought it was going to be dry and people were going to be like, tell us about when you were seven. That's not what it was, because you know what was happening when I was seven? I had this fucking hat on with, like, a propeller, like I was being set up for being some sort of fucking freak show. Anyway, we soon stopped that business, didn't we? So anyway, we're going to chat today about what I do for a living. When I began this podcast, uh, the first episode, producer Courtney said to me, Sam, tell the people who you are, and I said, if you don't know, fuck off, okay? Um, I stand by that. I still am very much standing by that, but... I do appreciate that um, some people like what's going on. I also appreciate that some people message me, Cheryl, Karen, Christy, hyphen, Lee, message me and say, hi, Sam, you've got the easiest life, just recording a podcast every week. Okay, listen here, box die. No, I don't. I don't do this for a living. This is on the side. It's like a side salad, except not, because it's like a side of fries with a gravy. Do you know what I mean? Not This podcast is not a side salad because no one wants a side salad. This is a side of fries, maybe a garlic bread or a cheesy bread even from Sizzler. You know, it's just a great time. It's maybe a side of popcorn chicken with your order at Kentucky Fried Chicken who still haven't sponsored the podcast. It's disappointing from the Colonel. I felt he was more progressive. That's okay. Before we go any further, I think we should stop uh, to just have a real moment. I had forgotten I was going to go into this, and so get a shovel, because we're going fucking deep. Bunnings fucking warehouse. Okay. For those of you who aren't aware, I was brought to my attention. I was brought to my attention. I'm often being brought to my own attention. It was brought to my attention by some fabulous people. I recorded a podcast a few weeks back for a fabulous group of girls out of Adelaide. I believe the name of that podcast is The Outspoken Podcast. I'm very quickly going to my Instagram DMs to confirm that is, in fact, correct. It is Outspoken, the podcast. Fabulous girls over there. They have brought something to my attenzione, if you will. What is that, you ask? Well, on the platform Tribe, which I don't know how to describe it, but it's basically where everyone goes to steal and scam people. Um, That's what I would describe it as. Anyway, it's a platform where influencers with followers, you know, maybe or maybe not, um, people with genuine 
all real, all genuine followers are only on that platform. There's no possible way there's any fakeness on that. Um, they have a platform where large brands who, um, what would you say? I would say are lazy, um, often use it because they can't be bothered to do the hard yards like we have to slaving away here at the office. Um, and Buttings Warehouse have joined that group. Good for you guys. Mm, it's nice, isn't it? So they're looking for influencers. I don't often call myself that, but I have some followers. You guys are fucking great. I'd love to tell you a story. They're looking for some of us, of our kind, if you will, and they'd like them to promote what? Fucking Christmas. That was the sound of my soul hitting the floor. Can you find me somebody with a following, with a fucking great fucking personality, hello, who loves Christmas to the level to which I do, who could talk about it? Now, I'm sorry, but Bunnings Warehouse is selling, like, 17-foot Santa Clauses that blow up. You know, like, I could be selling that shit. I could be doing appearances. I mean, I'm practically an ambassador for Christmas. That's who's sponsoring next month's podcast, Christmas. Santa. The elves. They're actively looking on this platform full of scammers for people with a following to promote Christmas. I mean, I am out here promoting Christmas of my own volition, In addition to that, I am promoting Bunnings for no good reason. So let me tell you, if I was wondering if we were going to proceed before, we are putting a full fucking stop on this whole debacle. We won't be discussing them anymore. We won't be offering them any sort of discussion point because they don't deserve it. They have no idea what they have missed. This could have been the collaboration to end all collaborations. And yet, here we are now. They're out there trying to find Christy-Lee with a tits out and a 12,000 fake followers to promote their fucking products. I'm not having a bar of it. That's the end of that. Put your shovels away that we purchased from Mida 10 and let's move the fuck on. Okie dokie. We're talking about business today and what I do for a living. Look, I generally represent people who I avoid trashing. Um... <laughs> On a daily. No, no. So I have many a business. Um, I don't want to go back too far because we can get a little bit boring on that, like blah, blah, blah. But I will tell you a story. It's story time with Sam. Hello and welcome. So I, many, many years ago when I was in, um, I did like the glow stick thing. I think we've talked about that. If you want to like the origin story, like hello, Captain America, like just go to the Spin Life podcast. I don't have time for it. Just head there. The Spin Life Hello. Um, if you can't spot it, my fucking face is on the thing. So, like, you know, get there faster. So, anyway, on that podcast, I discussed that. But many years later, I don't know if we discussed this before, but many years later, after I did the glow stick thing, whatever, I had an agency. I was, I had a full-time job. I was slaving away, selling timeshare to hardworking Australians. Um, and I had really the opportunity to work with what I think would have been a great client, um, which was a hospitality of food client. Um, they had just recently launched in Australia. They were a great concept many years ago. Not anymore. Uh, they were a great concept many years ago. Um, a bit different. And uh, we were invited to pitch for their business. Those are the days where I did pitch for business. I don't anymore because I don't give a fuck. Either come work with us or don't. Have a nice day. Um, in fact, you can pitch me. Do I want to work with you? I don't know that I do. So I went and pitched them and, you know, they got the full experience, you know, and you know what? Like I took time off work to be there. I mean, they didn't know that because, you know, fake it till you make it. But there I was, I pitched my heart out and the person who owned that used to be the former head of a very large fast food chain, you know, 
with the golden arches um, of a different country. And uh, he came over here to do this. Anyway, I met with him. We had a great vibe. It was a great meeting. I was, you know, and one thing that I will say that I'm, I'm quite good at, and I, I will say this business is in part built on, is my ability to create ideas in the room with no prior knowledge or preparation. Uh, oftentimes they're winners and they really get people going. So in the room, I was throwing concepts, how they could evolve. You know, they were new. Social media wasn't happening too much. It was all new. So there I was. And I was pitching hard. It was all sorts, you know, like you need things on the table to encourage people to tag it. Like there was all sorts going on. Anyway, I left that meeting. He said, we'll be in touch. Again, great meeting. I then reached out, no response. I then reached out, no response. I then reached out, no response. Maybe he's running marketing it the place we won't discuss anymore. Um, anyway, didn't respond. Disappointing to say the least. Thought I might have had it as a client. It would have been a good client to have back then because, you know, things were uh, tight like a tiger, working full-time job. Anyway, then uh, I think about three or four weeks later, I went to the venue for dinner with a group of friends um, and upon arrival, I was surrounded by people with my ideas. Uh, brought to life. So there they were. All of the concepts that I had pitched would be great were there in the place. They had just taken everything I said and rolled it out themselves. And you know what I say to those people? You're a fucking loser. You clearly, it was a gentleman, but he was clearly married to a Cheryl. And it's not my fault that you're married to Cheryl, is it? Don't take it out on me. He was what I would call one of these names that we haven't come up with. You know, we need to work out what it is. I have thought to myself that one should be Joel, the alternative guy from the previous podcast we're talking about. His name's Joel, but he thinks his name's Joel. Um, that's definitely got to be one of the guys for sure. But he was one of these people, just a fucking loser. Anyway, so he stole all my ideas, rolled them out, uh, never spoke to me, saw me in the venue, ignored me completely. Um, trash. That's what I call him. Trash, trash, trash. You know, take it out on the Wednesday in the bin. Trash. So that's him. Uh, that was one of my earliest situations, but it was truly interesting. It was quite a learning curve because in our industry, this is very common, right? You go into meetings, you've got to give people ideas to show that you have the ability to do the work um, and they can really just take them. And, you know, people will be out there and be like, no, it's my IP, but like really, you know, a lot of this stuff is an IP per se um, and very easy to take. And also in that situation, I was very young. I wasn't, um, you know, able to just sue at will like I am now. So, you know, you couldn't just be throwing around lawsuits. So anyway, that was um, that was a big blow, you know. That really was. That was really the start of things. I had a really rough start with some of this stuff. There was another agency at the time um, when I started out who came for me, um, you know, filthy no-hopers really, uh, who came for me full force and uh, tried to take my clients. And I had no clients. Like they came for me hard. They were try I didn't. I mean, to me, it was just like, why bother? At the time, they were much bigger. They were doing, you know, bigger clients, bigger work. They had a staff. It was all happening. I was there by myself. And uh, they were trying to take what little I had at the time. You know, when I first uh, left my full-time job to work uh, for the business, I was making $500 a month. That was my client. That's what they paid. Um, I slowly talked them into then $1,500 a month. And let me tell you, I thought I was a king with $1,500 a month. But uh, anyway, that was the earliest days. And so we started the company, which was uh, which has started everything really, which was which is now Spinanco. Um, that company is a PR agency primarily. 
Um, we've now evolved into a brand agency. So we have in-house where, you know, we have content creators in-house who are filming and videoing and blah, blah, blah. We've got people who handle PR, PR being like editorial in newspapers, TV, radio, getting our clients mentioned in those mediums. Uh, we've got digital advertising, social media management. Uh, we do talent management. We do some events, large scale. Um, I don't know what producer Courtney's tried to say to me and she's trying to add to the content list. Content creation. I already said that. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was the first thing I said. I'm not listening. Videographers, photographers, oh, content I creators. So, you know, I did, um, so we've got the whole thing, the whole suite in-house and we've grown against the odds, you know. Coming into this industry was a difficult one because I didn't have any PR experience. In fact, the business I had prior to this called Gen Y Connect, um, which really was ahead of its time, if I do say so myself. Um, And by ahead of its time, what I mean is I made no money. um, Because people weren't ready for the concept. (laughs) It was too too bright for them. Um, Anyway, so that's what I was doing then. Um, We had that business and then Courtney, I think graduated or was close to graduating a comms degree. Um, And then she sort of mentioned, I don't know, in passing or whatever happened, but she mentioned this PR thing to me. I didn't know what that was, um, but I loved the concept because prior to that, Courtney and I were involved in a business uh, of website design, um, ink web design. The logo was a splotch on the ground, if you will. Uh, not the ground, but, you know, on a high-end piece of paper. I like a nice paper in the office, you know. GSM. Yeah, people will tell you here that we're not just rolling in an 80 GSM because it's the cheapest available. We like to roll in a 110 with a nice matte finish. I like to a pen to glide over it. I like when I hand something to my clients or even internally that it's a nice Heavy GSM. It's very important to me. All the time, but regarding our paper, <laughs> they do because everyone's cutting costs there. I'm not about cutting costs on the paper. It's very important. Um, anywho, so that was sort of in passing. I then learned a bit more about it. Ink Web Design was a business where obviously we were designing websites and building them. So we had to get people to you know sign up every month, every week, whatever, and getting clients in the door and then watching them pay and then walk out the door was crazy. So PR was good because it was a retained model. So people pay you every month and you continue working. So you know you work as hard to get the client, but then you get to keep them for longer, which is great. So that's kind of how we ended up there. Um, and then again, you know, things like pitching for the, that work, um, you know, you get your, your dream shattered by a tragic no-hoper who built a business that really went nowhere. I mean, didn't it? You know, it's like, it's around, but like, who gives a fuck about it? I actually um, ordered on an Uber Eats the other day and Sam was pretty bad about it. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> thrilled. I do hold a grudge. Um, <laughs> anywho, so that was that, you know, and over the years, pitch for a lot of work didn't get it. You know, got screwed many times over. Things that we thought we were a shoe in to get. Decisions were made that were changed at the last minute. We were told by people we'd won work, but unfortunately politics meant someone else got it. It's really one of those industries. So um, we did that, launched that. Then a few years back, I launched uh, the next business, which was which is James Cosmetics, which is a cosmetic brand which focuses in eye masks and face masks, but is currently in the process of launching some Fabulous products. Let me tell you a story. The five have arrived, ladies and gentlemen. We are launching five skincare essentials that you need in your routine immediately, if not sooner. Um, we've announced well, the first one. They're not, yet. They're not <laughs> available. You can't purchase them. Calm the fuck down, all right? Sit down, okay? We appreciate all of you tens grabbing for your credit cards, pulling over to the side of the road immediately to access the website which I presume you were doing. But uh, they're not available, so you can wait until it's more convenient for you. Uh, we announced our first product the other day, which is a gel moisturizer. And what did I call it? I called it Jealous. Do you know why? Because Karen Christie-Lee and fucking Susan are jealous of the skin. 
Do you know, they're jealous of the life, they're jealous of many things. And so I decided to design a moisturizer that the people could really get behind. When you apply it for a day, you look in the mirror and you say, yeah, people are jealous of this, you know, and it's fine. It's a confidence boost. Good for you. So that was launched. It was eye mask primarily. Now we're going into this. It's our first foray into a um, full skincare line. And let me fucking tell you. I had to have the packaging a certain way. It has taken me over a year to get, one, the formulas, but two, the packaging right. And I am living for the packaging. It's dead on what I wanted. So stand by for that. You can check that out at the moment on jamescosmetics.com forward slash five. You know, there it is. It was nice. Oh, I could record my own lad. Um, <laughs> and you can see we're unveiling them one by one. Look at that marketing tactic. Hello. Um, so that's coming soon with the five. That will be launching later this month, which we're very excited about. So launch that. That is growing. You know, that started from zero. Oh, it's October. Sorry. But this will be coming out in November, won't it? Will it? Is tomorrow. It's tomorrow, November. Oh, no. no it's the 30th. It's tomorrow is it still. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. Next month, November, which we're super excited about. Um, and for all these people who supported James, because makes love you the most, they are the only ones that work on the market. Don't want to be that person. But like, bang an eye mask on. Let me tell you a story. Fine lines, gone. You know what I mean? I will pop them on myself. And I've said this on my story before. Sometimes I go through a week and you meet some fucking idiots. And so what you need to do is wipe away the evidence. And that's what the eye masks really are for. They wipe away any evidence that you've had a meeting with a Karen or Susan or a Christy hyphen Lee, and they really make sure that you're good to go. So that was James Cosmetics. I built that one. Um, we're now sold in over 100 countries. That's booming and growing all over the place. Um, so that's that. The next business, which we have just recently launched, which is another sort of entity off spinning car, if you will, is the Spin Studio Network which is what you're listening to right now. This podcast brought to you by the Spin Studio Network, um, which is a podcast network which is helping to produce podcasts for some fabulous, fabulous people. We've got this podcast, obviously, which is a fucking 10. You've got the Pop Culture Club, which talks all things pop culture that I occasionally appear on. I used to regularly appear on it, but... Uh, it hurts. Uh, every now and again, I'm not here. So we've got that one. We've also got The Spin Life, which is a very business-focused podcast. We're giving tips. I'm handing out fucking game changers. I don't want to be rude about it or anything, but like people are out there being like, son of my course, I'm worth eight figures. I sold that business. I gave it up to help you, the people. No fuck stain. You're a poor person living in your parents' basement driving a Hyundai. Okay, we get it. It's not even the leather seats. It's fucking material. I don't even want to hear it. And they're in their car like, hey, guys, heading on for the day. How are you earning eight figures and you're fucking the material in your roof is coming down? Shopping at Tara Cash. Shopping at Tara Cash. You know, many years ago, I used to shop at YD. You know, it's funny. It's scaled up, right? I used to shop at YD. Shout out to YD. And um, it's great because when you walk in, you get that really pungent smell of like a shipping container, you know? Um, and I used to shop there. And I used to have a girl that used to work there. And she used to text me when new stuff came in. You know, like it was like my own little situation going on. You know, they didn't offer that. But she went above and beyond. What a banger of a manager. She really knew what was happening. So I'd go in and, uh, and buy my shirts. You know, it was like two for 69 and stuff. Like really good times. I mean, when I shopped in there though, it seemed a lot more chic, if I'm honest. The original Pack Fair days when it first opened, do you remember it? Near I the old mall. Huge store. I um, love going in there. Yeah. And it was, I think it was a lot less cluttered. I think now there's a lot more stock in the stores. I think now there's also the spaces a lot more cluttered. So back then, like the big thing was like Oriton and Mimco. Yes. Whereas now everyone's sort of elevated to that Gucci Louis Vuitton 100%. level, you know? No doubt before. about that. So those kinds of brands weren't seen as so like lower scale, like Whitey and Tarakash and that were more that sort of country road level then. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I've always wanted button through, really. I, you know, I've never been a T-shirt wearer. I've never been a... I uh, like everyone's showing something. A polo wearer. What? 
But Sam wears a collared shirt to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I do is it's called a life cycle. Um, I'll buy a Ralph Lauren polo and uh, when it has been washed too many times and the colour has begun to have like a washed effect, which is not nice in case you're out there thinking you're getting away with it, um, it then becomes a bed shirt. And then I wear the polo to bed, you know, and I've got some nice, I got some Peter Alexander shorts. Um, I would say I'm the number one Peter Alexander buyer in the country. I don't want to say that, but I'm quite confident of it. Um, unfortunately, over there, they don't have a loyalty system, so they wouldn't actually have any fucking idea that I am the number one buyer. Here I am. Um, so I'll have a short, and then I'll just pair it, because I have obviously all different coloured uh, polos. I have probably 30 navy polos, because you don't get that many washes out of them before all of a sudden they start to look like the washed effect, and I'm not into that. So anyway, uh, yeah, I wear a polo to bed. Um, good times, great music. It's official at all times of the day. At all times, ready to go. And because, uh, you know, one of my skills in life, I don't have many, but here's one of them. I can answer a phone call at any time. Three in the morning, doesn't matter. I can answer it like I've been up for hours and it's just the middle of the day without fail. Emily Sky, I'll tell you a story over at the Emily Sky, the You Can Buy Emily Sky podcast. I think we discussed it on there. I think I discussed it somewhere. Um, how I once, because I'm a really professional guy, once I was in Ohio and I missed my alarm and Emily was doing an appearance and they were calling and calling and calling, couldn't get me, banging on my door. No, I was like dead to the world. Messaging me in Australia. Have you heard of Sam? (laughs) I was really, and it's very unlike me. So it was, you know, terror stations. Anyway, finally, something's obviously woken me up and I answered my phone. I was like, hello, how are you? And Emily was like, it's like a half hour past time we were supposed to be at the fucking place. Hello, are you okay? I was like, of course. And then I, you know, quickly got ready and left and she was like, were you just in there? Just sitting? And I was like, no, I was asleep. So sometimes it doesn't work, but nine times out of ten it does because I often take a lot of late calls, so, you know. But you also have that exact same talent for when you were drunk, when we were at the bachelor party so. two weekends ago. I think that has to be one of the drunkest I've ever seen you. Now, mm. Sam's a big guy. It takes a lot to get him it drunk. It even, like, for me, it takes a lot to get me drunk as well. Um, and, yeah, you, you really were the drunkest I've ever seen you. You were at a level great level he was sleeping on a couch that was the level and he just took a phone call in the middle of the night from a very important client (laughs) (laughs) well yeah it's actually a large media source um editor-in-chief but uh different time zones they need to speak so we jumped on the phone um and it was great you know we got all sorts done we were there very quickly but i can turn it on and off when i need to that's what matters so you know that's kind of the the main business there's a couple of other businesses that we're possibly getting off the ground at the moment that i'm working on but um that's kind of the majority of what i'm doing so my day consists of overseeing all of the clients from the agency side, then all the stuff with James Cosmetics, all of the new products, all of the websites, all of that is me, logistics and how that's going out, managing all of that process. The Spin Studio isn't as much relying on me, um, which is great, um, but you know, still have my head in that for sure in terms of growth and contacts for advertisers and things like that. So yeah, look, it's a um, it's a real banger. There's a lot going on, can confirm. If you're um, in a business and you'd like to advertise on one of our podcasts, please get in touch. By all means. Um, and so we didn't actually finish all of them, but we have the, so those ones that we mentioned, which are the in-house podcasts. We then have the You Can by Emily Sky podcast, which is phenomenal. Emily Sky is incredible, one of the biggest names in the world in fitness we also have happy hour with lucy and nikki which are two fabulous girls truly you need to be following them they have a joint instagram called we underscore the wild ones i believe have i got that right we the underscore wild ones i was so fucking close do you know what i mean so close anyway um 
They're a hoot and a half. You should be listening to their podcast because it's a 10 out of 10. But that's a great podcast. Um, and then we also have another one coming soon. Can we give any hints? I don't think we can give any hints because it might be like, oh, who knows what's happening? <laughs> but um, there's something come real soon. When I can give a hint, you know where it'll be? The fucking private group. Are you joking not being in the private group listening to this right now? You're just sitting there being like, I don't need to be in there. Yes, you do. There's gold in there. Like, people who didn't even want to be in there in there now being like, there's some great stuff coming out. What I like to think of it is like a filter. All the shitty memes from around the world aren't making their way in. All the good stuff is. You know, like, it's great. You should be in there. That's the uh, Literally Nobody Cares podcast group. Uh, I think you just search on Facebook, Literally Nobody Cares, though not, like, you know, podcast. Anyway. Um, so that's kind of the main thing with the business. That's kind of what I do on a day-to-day basis. But it's really just across all of those. So it's kind of a shit fight. So when people are like, Sam, you didn't record a rant this week. It's like, oh, hi, Karen. Sorry, I'm not at home, mate. Also, though, in winter, it's a lot harder because um, I lose the light earlier. And I usually record rants at the end of the day. You know, and that's where people, I often get this question, so we should just dive into it. Why not? Because I think that when we do the rants and whatnot and people are sort of like, how did that even arrive? I get this from some people who are like, it's a bit over the top, isn't it? This is literally 100% authentic. Like, if you actually know me, this is real life. None of it's put on. Uh, It's absolutely real. We have in the office what I call the blacklist, which is a list of fucking idiots who we won't work with, who the staff are banned from in any way, shape, or form working with or communicating with. Um, And people who exist on that list don't get any work from my agency. They aren't invited to events associated with my agency. Um, And also, my clients won't work with those people. Um, If you're listening to this and you've had no work from the agency for some time... (laughs) Might be time to check your subscription because you might be subscribed to the blacklist. Um, How do you unsubscribe, you can ask? You fucking can't, okay? Once you're on there, it's near impossible to get off. There are two ways to get off. One of them is for me to reverse myself, and people will tell you that never happens. The other way is for me to forget, uh, which is common, (laughs) happens all the time. That is the easiest way if you're looking for it. Stay away from me for a long time. I'll forget you exist. And then usually Courtney will uh, slip something in the side door. That's how I would like to call it. Um, they're the only two ways off the list, you know, and um, I'm confident that we've maintained that standard for some time now. There is definitely some leakage, though. <laughs> As we've grown, <laughs> the leakage has grown with us. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of the business. Um, I don't know how interesting that is for people, but I get a lot of messages about people who message well, me about... people don't think that you would be... For example, when we went to... Um, what was the event that you spoke at? Gold Coast Business Week, was Gold Coast it? Business Week, yes. You spoke on a forum and somebody got up and said, like... You know, but how do you be honest with clients or whatever? Yes. And Sam said, like, how I'm talking to you right now is how I am with my clients. And I can attest to the fact that he is this brutal with his clients. Absolutely. Um, And that's why we do need to find people that mesh with this vibe. 100%. And look, you know, I mean, uh, you know... This isn't a surprise to anyone. Wants but to hear home truths, and that's why no. your business won't be successful. Exactly right. Some people like to just be told yes and just to move along and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. We're just not made for you. And that's totally cool too. There are other agencies out there and there are some that approach things differently. Um, and that's totally fine. We just approach things in a certain way. What I love about our business though is that really um, my ego is at such a level that when questioned as to whether or not I know what I'm doing, we started James Cosmetics. And like, I'm sorry, but I'm doing good in that business. So like, we know it works. Thanks anyway for your time. So it really just proves all around that we're able to scale. We're able to scale using tactics with, you know, asking our clients to follow as well. But all of our clients will tell you that, that 
They get absolute honesty, but they also in turn get absolute uh, dedication. I mean, the team here is truly phenomenal uh, and goes above and beyond for everyone, which is really our point of difference, I think. But that's kind of our key. Um, that's kind of how we operate. I was going to tell a story about something else, and now I've kind of forgotten what it was now. Oh, that's standard me, isn't it? Memory's not so good. <laughs> um, that's something to know about me. My memory is truly horrible. That's why you um, have stuff. That is why I have stuff. <laughs> that's why I also need like a secondary eyeballs on my... Uh, Instagram DMs because the memory's not going to read something and be like, I'll come back to that. But anyway, so that's kind of what I do on a daily basis. But yeah, I mean, truly the honesty thing is a real thing. Um, and I think that as well, people respect that in this day and age. You know what I mean? People need to know some things are horseshit. Some things are a great idea. Some people need to know that. Some people need to move on faster. And we've sort of been able to do that. And I mean, really, my whole life, I mean, I started this business from the Gold Coast, from the bedroom at my parents' house. Um, you know, it's grown to where it is now. People I know have said over the years, like, he's an idiot. People still to this day call me a liar. I've got all of it. You know, that's unfortunately when you're standing in amongst a room of Karen, Susan's and Christy hyphen Lee's and you tell them that the box die, their crocs and their fucking attitude need to fuck off and that swept little hairdo across one eye is a no-go, they don't like it. And I'll tell you what, you know, starting from there and growing to where we are now, I mean, you know, I've spent time with Dwayne Johnson on many occasions now. We'll text even uh, at uh, when he's on uh, when he was on set for his newest movie, which is I was going to say Ballers. That's when we first. Oh no, that's when we second met him. Uh, Ballers. Um, Second time was on the set of Hobbs and Shaw in London. You know, I've spent time with Chris Jenner. We've worked with the family. I've spent time with some of the other girls. Uh, you know, One Direction went in Australia. There's so many scenarios where we've been able to get access to and work with phenomenal people from all over the world that you probably wouldn't think that you'd be able to. But we have been um, from right here on the Gold Coast. Uh, you know, we're not Sydney based as so many people think we should be. Um, and that's because you can do great things from wherever. You know what I mean? If you want to do it, you can fucking do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's some Tony Robbins shit, but like, and none of this volume, obviously. He's a, okay, like, you need to swallow Tony, okay? Hello. And like, what you need to swallow is the cult that you've built, because it's a lot to handle. Do you know what I mean? Are you a Tony Robbins goer? I know there's two fabulous people who I follow on Instagram. Uh, Joel and Steffa, and uh, love them the most. But they're right into the Tony Robbins situation. But also when I watch their Instagram stories, they're just full of fucking life. Do you know what I mean? They're at a level. And I'm not at a level like that. I am just coming into the day, we'll see what the fuck happens. But I'm not rolling in, diving into a plunge pool of ice water every morning. I don't need that, okay? I'm beating myself up enough at work. I don't need to be waking up and just shocking the system with that because that is too fucking much. But Joel and Steph, I love them the most. Uh, Joel is the natural transformer, um, which you may know him as. Um, he has a very big following. Um, he's hilarious. The two of them are hilarious, really. But they're at a level like of just happiness all the time. And I'm just not sure I can get there with you. They both listen to this podcast. So they'll be listening in. I don't know how you get there, guys. And I feel like Tony is in that vibe. And I don't think that's why I can get to that level. Because I'm too cynical, to be truthful. Like, I'm sitting there. I'm just watching. I'm just like, I'm paying 10000 for you to jump on a trampoline, bud. I don't know what's happening here but i don't think i'm buying this kool-aid okay anyway steph will uh dm me we can have a chat about that because uh, i really don't get it but i'm just not that person i've never been into that whole sort of vibe i'm getting actually a lot of questions more now about business stuff particularly someone messaged me the other day asking about there's a lot of people on instagram at the moment doing this dm me ecom business um 
you know, I'll tell you how I make all this money, laptop lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. I think that's all fucking horseshit. Very few people have been able to build a real business like that. And I think a lot of people are being sold into this garbage where ironically the people who are teaching you how to do it uh, wouldn't need to teach you if they were as successful as they claim to be. Just remember that. Why bother taking your $199 to show you how to do something if you're out there making mid six figures, low seven figures kind of vibe. That's just not a real thing. I can tell you I have businesses who are in, uh, at the much higher threshold than those. Um, and I don't have time to be doing education courses for one ninety nine. But you know what though? Many years ago, some of you will know because some of you came along because you're fucking tens. But um, many years ago, we sort of looked at this concept of how we can, I really hate business coaches, right? Like that's just in my core. I don't like someone who's standing there telling you how to run your business because if they were successful at running business, they'd be running a business. I know that's a shocking concept, but there it is. Um, mind you, if Richard Branson calls and wants to give me a hand, I'm happy to listen. But like, you know, Two fucks of nobody gives a shit from around the corner who's like, let me tell you a story. No, thank you. Could you take your white Peugeot and fuck off? Thank you anyway, Paul. Um, so basically, um, and what's your experience? Well, I've grown this business. Oh, did you have a business before you were teaching people about business though? No, that's a shock. So I know the the business coach thing. So a while ago, I was like, let's put my money where my mouth is. And I held two events, a Gold Coast event and a Perth event. Um, or three events, really. I held a more boutique Gold Coast event. I held a large-scale Gold Coast event, and I held a Perth event. Um, and that, those events were free, completely free. Um, the oh, the smaller boutique one was not. It was a, you know, that was like a four-hour session with me where you could bring your business problems and ask me questions, and I would tell you about them. Um, these these large-scale events, we hired ballrooms. We went in. It was a whole performance. Me on a stage, Q and A situation for an hour. It was where a two you hour. I know it was a two-hour extravaganza, is what I would call it. Um, and both of them were free. Now I got cons and the reason I was doing it was because I was like, fuck the business coaches. Any, like, if you want information, I'm happy to give it to you. I'll do it for free. Here it is. And not even and just podcast every week is free. Yes. Business podcast tips. But this is like, you know, we paid for the venue. Yeah. We paid for all this. You know I mean? Like we put it all on and, um, Goodie bag. Goodie bag and a banging goodie bag. I think it was like a couple hundred bucks worth, you know? Like you were really killing it coming to that event. And I got considerable pushback from people. One bitch from Perth actually DM'd me. I'll never forget. And she was like, mm, it seems like a scam to me. People won't trust you. They'll think that you're going to go and sell them a timeshare. Okay, sweetie, I did that once. I'm not doing that anymore. Okay, but thank you anyway. Um, people were like, no, there'll be some sort of catch. There'll be this, that, and the other. There truly wasn't. You, if you'd have brought a stack of cash to that event, there was not a single thing to purchase. There wasn't merch. There wasn't a post course. There wasn't anything else. If we did it again, we'd certainly have merch. Oh, look. I mean, I'm going to do it again now and claim I'm doing a 28-figure business. And uh, <laughs> But I've walked away from it to help the people because I'm a man of the people. Doing the Lord's work, okay? So uh, anyway, held those events, um, which were great successes. Look, we had a lot of people come along and loved them the most. And I hope that was helpful and whatever. But um, I was really jaded after that whole experience experience from people who were like, well, you know, it needs to be, well, like, there's obviously like a catch. You should be charging $29 to people to think it's yeah. credible. Like, as if it was supposed to be like, it was $4.99, but for this week, it's $7. Well, I think okay. there's so much in the market that people are doing oh, bullshit. It's so annoying. But I, I actually think we will do something again like that again, because I really did enjoy that event. I think it was good. And I think it was valuable for people. Well, you do stand-up, though, Sam. <laughs> oh, look, get me a fucking microphone. Is it stand-up or is it just like a roast for all the Karens? We could just do, like, live rants. Everyone could eat KFC. Oh, where are they with a the sponsorship? Do you know what I mean? Like, honestly, how many buckets of 
fucking zinger do we need to get out? You know what I mean? Like hot and spicy. They call hot and spicy anymore? I don't even know. Sometimes though with these buckets, I mean, truly it's like 800 nuggets for $5. Like, you know, anyway, we probably will do that again. But I think what I'll do this time is I'll do the event. I'll charge and donate the money to charity. I reckon that's what I'll do because I think that then people will feel like, oh, I'm paying. So there's not a scam or there's not, it was truly bizarre. But anyway, I don't know how many minutes we're at here. Um, I think we might wrap it up there. 35. That's going to be a shorter episode than we normally do for a Wednesday episode. I'll try and push out some daily shows. I don't know what the flying fuck we're going to do in the coming weeks because I'm about to go overseas. I have to go over to, uh, I'm doing Perth. I'm doing Hong Kong. I'm doing New York. I'm doing Los Angeles. I'm doing Brisbane. Uh, I am doing all of that in around about 11 days. So, you know, saddle up. Okay. You two pre-record some episodes. Yeah. Get ready for that. Get ready for some content because it's Emily, Sky, and I. We're strapping in. We're going over. Um, but, yes, yeah, so that's happening. I'm actually going to New York with Hey You. Now, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, Hey You's a 10. I use Hey You constantly. Um, and I use it for consumption of the primary shows. You know, I'm in there for the Kardashians, uh, even some old school ones just to relive the vibe when Kris Jenner was wearing leopard print. Um, I'm also watching the uh, Million Dollar Listing because I am a huge fan of that uh, and what a 10 it is i'm kind of more of an la guy because it's the original josh flag how are you um but then i'm also getting there on frederick but it seems a lot to me you know frederick with the high kink but you gotta watch it um so yeah big fan of hey you they're having a huge event um as part of bravo in new york and i shall be popping over to that to see what's going on i also watch the housewives hello new york bethany frankel we should have a drink. I don't want to say anything, but like that'd be a good drink. So uh, yeah, that's basically what's going on. That's what's happening. That's what's doing. Um, we'll work out how the hell we're going to work out this recording situation. I don't know. I am going to have microphones with me, so I don't know if there's something I can do from over there. Maybe a daily show vibe. Maybe a wrap up from the Bravo situation. Maybe a wrap up from the Karens and the Susans, the Christy Hive and fucking Lees who are at the event. Well, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of travel stories. Plenty of travel, travel stories. Part two coming out. Absolutely. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at underscore Sam Mangan for the daily goodness. And uh, also make sure you're in the private Facebook group because it's all going down in there. Can confirm. That is the Literally Nobody Cares podcast. So just search Literally Nobody Cares on Facebook immediately. And you can also follow the Spin Studio at the Spin Studio Network on Instagram. There you go. All over our new podcast. plug a That's a new business. We're scaling it. So, like, keep an eye, right? Because, you know, follow what we're doing because that's how we're growing that business. We're growing it from zero. Absolute zero. We're actually growing it from negative because I've hired a staff member for it. So, we're actually technically behind. We're catching the fuck up, though. Let me tell you a story. So, uh, give that a follow. That's a banger. Make sure you listen to the other podcast, The Spin. I actually did a podcast this week uh, on The Spin Life with Courtney about the star runner scenario. Some people are DMing me asking about star runner going into administration. If you would like to hear my thoughts and a conspiracy theory I have, please hit the spins you up on the podcasting app or Spotify or just like wherever, you know, are the good things. But if you're on a Huawei, just fucking bin the thing. I don't even know if you can listen to podcasts. Can you even make phone calls? What even is it? Or is it just like you pick it up and you're just talking straight to the Chinese government? I can't tell. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week or tomorrow or maybe not. Who fucking knows? Love you all the most. We dislike Christy hyphen Lees. Thank you very much. Have a good day.